Hey friends, welcome back to the Love and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Faleta, and I'm so glad you're tuning into these candid conversations about love, sex, dating, singleness, and marriage. For those of you who don't know me or are tuning in for the first time, I'm a licensed professional counselor and author specializing in relationship issues. I also run the relationship advice blog, truelovedates.com, reaching millions of people with the message that healthy people make healthy relationships. If you've tuned into the podcast before, you know it's a hotline style show, meaning people call in or write in with their relationship questions, and I answer them on this show in short, practical, bite-sized answers. If you have a question that you want me to answer on the show, send it via email or voice memo to deborah at truelovedates.com or check out my podcast page, truelovedates.com slash love and relationships, and I'll do my best to get it answered on one of the episodes. So let's get started. Today's question comes from Annie from Denver. Annie asks, Hey, Deborah, I've been married for seven years, and sometimes we go through periods of struggle and dry spells. How do I know if this is normal? And how do I know if my relationship actually needs attention? I'm sure you guys have heard me say this, but the natural trajectory of marriage is drift, right? Drift happens. In choosing marriage, I talk about how my husband and I take the kids to the beach every year. And, you know, we always get the same spot in front of the same condo. And um, we kind of have our little yearly tradition of just going to the same spot. So we put our stuff down right by the lifeguard station and the kids jump in the water and we're all swimming. And next thing you know, you turn around and you are like, feet, hundreds of feet away from your hotel, away from the condo. It's like the waves just slowly take you without you even realizing it. It's just such a natural drift that you don't even realize it's happening. And then you turn around and your stuff's not behind you anymore. And you're like, where am I? You know, this is the natural trajectory of relationships as well. You know, the the waves of life and of stress, circumstances, kids, schedules, time, stress with money and jobs and personal health. I mean, the, the list is just so long of things that can get in the way and cause drift. Now, the the good news is that the dangerous rift between two people in marriage doesn't happen overnight. You know, just like anything significant, marriage takes time to build, but it also takes time to tear down. So it's not like it just happens overnight and all of a sudden you've drifted. It's a slow drift. And I think part of that is a very normal, natural part of marriage. You know, you've hit the seven year mark. And I feel like a lot of times people really struggle with um, that drift, especially during that first decade towards the end of that first decade of marriage. But what's more important is that you're aware of the drift. You know, I think sometimes we slide away from each other. We begin to drift without even realizing that it's happening like that slow dripping of a leaky faucet. Have you ever had a leak in your faucet or it just keeps dripping? And at first it's really annoying 
But then you get so used to that drip, drip, drip that all of a sudden it kind of just fades away and you don't even notice it anymore. You don't even realize something is in need of attention, you know, and that's sort of what happens little by little, day by day, year by year, we start to disconnect and we don't recognize it anymore. And maybe part of it is that we're not taught how to fight against the drift, or maybe we're not even in tune that the drift happens. You know, some people just think that you just get closer with time, but that's not the truth. The truth is that the drift is what's natural, you know, and that's what we have to understand. But either way, whether we've learned about it or not, we've got to be careful because if we're not careful, we can find our marriage in a place that we never intended. If we are not constantly fighting against the drift by practicing healthy habits, by practicing emotional and spiritual and physical connection, by being deliberate in how we deal with conflict. I talk about a lot of these things in Love in Every Season and, and in Choosing Marriage, and I think those are some really important resources for you guys to pick up if you want to be deliberate and moving toward one another and fighting that drift. But let's talk today about some signs that your relationship, that your marriage needs attention, okay? These are just some major signs that should get you to stop in your tracks and say, okay, we've got to start moving towards each other. We've got to start doing something differently. Number one, if you find that you're filled with more bitterness toward your spouse than affection, then your marriage needs attention. You know, guys, a lot of times that it's normal to have tension and bitterness every now and again. It is normal. But if that is what's defining your relationship, like more times than not, you're feeling tense, you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling annoyed with each other versus feeling close and affectionate, you know, that's a sign that your marriage needs some attention. Don't ignore that. Number two, you find yourself arguing with each other more than connecting with each other, then your marriage needs attention. I mean, think about that, guys. Think about the interactions that you've had over the past few weeks or months. And are you most often arguing or, 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 or disagreeing or conflicting about something? Or, or have you been emotionally connecting? Number three, you find that your disagreements are constantly escalating. Like you start with a smaller problem, and then it turns into a huge argument, you know, and you're like, this should not have blown up to this proportion, you know? So you end up having more conflict rather than resolving the issue. If, if, if your disagreements are constantly escalating, your marriage needs attention. Number four, you find yourselves passing each other like strangers rather than interacting as friends. You're not connecting as much. You're kind of just going through the motions of every day. Um, you're not really digging deep with one another anymore. You've you've kind of gotten so comfortable that you're starting to feel kind of apathetic towards each other. That is a sign that you need to give your marriage some attention. Number five, if you're commonly going through the day without touching or connecting physically, that is a sign that your marriage needs attention. I think sometimes we forget the importance of physical touch. You know, when you pass by your husband, 
Is it easy for you to put your arm around him, to rub his shoulder? Is it easy for him to hold your hand and to snuggle next to you on the couch? Or are you guys constantly disconnected physically and you don't even notice it anymore? It's funny because in the early stages of a relationship, in the season of spring, like I say in Love in Every Season, affection is a very common thing. And then later on, as the seasons pass and as winter comes along, sometimes you can find that all of a sudden, those intention, those feelings that you used to have, that affection starts to kind of fade away if you're not being intentional about rekindling it and making sure you're connecting physically. Number six, more often than not, you feel more emotionally drained after being together than emotionally filled. Then you need to give your marriage some attention. You know, your your spouse should be the place where you can go to feel like you have been encouraged and uplifted, not drained. And I'm not saying that you're not going to feel drained from your spouse. Sometimes that happens. That's life. But if this has become your norm, then your marriage needs some attention. Here's another one that you probably never expected. If you never have disagreements, number seven, ever, 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 you know, if, if you're never arguing about anything, this tells me that somebody is not expressing the real needs. Somebody's being passive in the relationship. And passivity is not the same as selflessness. I spend a huge section of choosing marriage talking about the difference between selflessness and passivity. And if, if you're passive and you're not sharing what you need, yeah, sure, maybe you don't have fights, but then you don't have intimacy either. And that's something really, really important to take inventory. Number eight, you're so busy or distracted that you have less than 30 minutes of quality conversation a week. Then your marriage needs attention. Guys, life can get busy. An emotional and spiritual connection is so key. Otherwise, you're going to choke out your relationship. Communication is the lifeline of a relationship. And those of you who have read Choosing Marriage, you know that I surveyed a thousand singles and a thousand married people asking them what they think about some really hot topics in marriage. And one of the questions was for singles, how many hours a week do you think married couples spend in quality conversation? Some of you have heard me talk about this before, but the the singles said at least seven hours a week. You know, if you're married, you've got to be talking at least seven hours. I mean, at least an hour a day, right? When you're dating, you're talking on the phone forever. So it's got to be at least seven hours. The true answer was that married people reported less than 30 minutes a week. And most of them, it was actually less than 15 which is unreal. Less than 15 minutes of quality conversation. What is going on in your life right now that has choked out your ability to sit and connect? What do you need to remove from your schedule or from your life in order to have more time for one another? Do you need to be deliberate about setting aside a certain day so that you can invest in connecting? If you're not connecting, your marriage needs attention. The next one, if you feel disconnected and not in tune with each other, 
spiritually and emotionally. You know, sometimes you can just feel like you haven't really connected. You don't know what that person is thinking or feeling or experiencing. You're not in tune with each other anymore. You don't know what God is teaching them and you haven't shared what's going on in your life, what's stressing you out, what God is teaching you. If you're feeling disconnected from your spouse, then it's time to make sure that you change that pattern and give your marriage some attention. Number 10, if you have unresolved issues from the past that keep coming up to haunt your relationship in the present. You know, I recently worked with a couple who was having some issues in their sex life because of the trust issues that were coming up from her past. You know, she was, uh, she dealt with infidelity in the past and now she's married and some of those trust issues kept coming up and she was having a really hard time trusting her husband, even though he was trustworthy because some of the roots of the things from the past just kept creeping into the present and causing damage. So if you find that some of these issues are creeping up from your past, it's important to recognize it and to give it attention before it impacts your marriage. Number 11, if you are clueless about your spouse's activities, interactions, and behaviors when you're not around, your marriage needs attention. Guys, you should be so connected. Your schedules should be connected. Your your honesty and disclosure with each other, what you're doing, where you're going, who you're meeting with, you've got to be so connected and in tune to the other person. You're not two separate people living life together. In marriage, you become one. Your schedules become one. Your priorities become one. Your interactions become one. And you've got to feel connected with what each other is doing. If you're not, then there's a problem that needs to be addressed. And lastly, if you'd rather spend your free time with people other than your spouse, your marriage needs attention. I'm not saying we all don't need to have a girl's night every once in a while or some time with the guys. You know, I I feel like that's an important thing to cultivate those friendships. But if most of the time you would rather spend the majority of your free time with other people, then there's a good chance something is not being cultivated properly in your marriage. And that friendship component is not being invested in. So these are just some signs, guys. There's so many other things I could say, but just to kind of get you started, depending on where you are, how long you have been married, these are just some things you need to consider, take inventory of, and ask yourself, what are some of the next steps that we can do to connect and to give our marriage attention? And if you feel like you're stuck and you're struggling, I just always encourage you to seek the help of a professional counselor, invite them into your journey to give you some suggestions, to help you make connections to to things that you might not see, to help you identify the roots that might be coming from the pain of your past and give you an action plan for the present. Invite a professional counselor to help you along this journey, but most importantly, make sure that you are giving your marriage the attention that it deserves. Hey guys, I am so excited to tell you about someone that I'm partnering with. Now you guys know that I offer online sessions where I meet with you face-to-face to talk relationships. 
I absolutely love my Thursday night relationship sessions, but I know there are some of you out there who are looking to meet with a mental health counselor on a regular basis to work through things other than relationship issues. Maybe you're struggling with anxiety or depression. Maybe you're battling an addiction or trauma issues from your past or fear or whatever it might be. I want to tell you about Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is an online counseling center where you can connect with a licensed counselor who is also a believer right from the comfort of your own home. You'll take a quick survey and be matched up to a professional counselor within 24 hours. I've actually tried the platform myself and I'm a big fan. In addition to these weekly video sessions, you can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor throughout the week. So it's absolutely incredible, guys. And not only that, but it's affordable. Faithful Counseling is partnering with me to give you 10% off your first month. So go sign up at getfaithful.com forward slash Deborah. Getfaithful.com forward slash Deborah, D-E-B-R-A. I cannot wait for you guys to sign up and get yourself plugged into counseling. I promise you it is the best thing that you can do for yourself this coming year. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today. It was so fun to chat with you about love and relationships. No matter what your relationship status, if you're looking to go deeper with healthy relationships, I invite you to check out my books, True Love Dates, Choosing Marriage, or my brand new book, Love in Every Season. You can find out more information about those, as well as hundreds of articles and in-depth courses over at my blog, truelovedates.com. I love connecting with you, so please find me on Facebook or Instagram at True Love Dates and give me a shout out. If you have a love and relationship question on your mind, reach out to me at truelovedates.com slash love and relationships. If you're loving what you're hearing on this show, be sure to subscribe and leave us your five-star review because it makes all the difference in getting the word out. I'm Deborah Faleda, and it was so great being together again today, and I can't wait to chat with you next week. Take care. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.